threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Mm. Boy, I'm excited about today. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cameron... Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the studio. You look dashing in your mm-hmm, shirt mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. pants and shoes. The clothing that you wore today. <laughs> <laughs> All of the, the whole oh, ensemble. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> it's, it's always great when he comes fully clothed. I love it. You yeah. know what I mean? I like being clothed. Um, but today, I'm excited because what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> clothing and... <laughs> yeah. Not, um, we're talking about inch bags. And I don't mean little teeny inch bags. <laughs> yeah. The if you don't know what it means, stay tuned. We're gonna talk stay to you tuned. about it. Yeah, let's let's keep that a secret. What is an inch bag? Huh. Is it good? Can't put enough. Do stuff. I want one? Yes, we're gonna talk about all that yeah. stuff. And we were just talking about like how have we not talked about this yet? <laughs> 133, four episodes, whatever it is. You know, one prepper's like it's about time. <laughs> yeah, there's that one guy out there, <laughs> one of the ten people who listen, <laughs> who actually. Yeah. has one of these bags. Yeah, but before we get to that, you want to fill out that inch bag with a bunch of cool stuff? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get BattleBox. It's the monthly subscription box for men who have inch bags full of solid <laughs> gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual full preppers. Inchers. Full inch. <laughs> Guys, each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users received this month, the Extreme Weather Survival Manual. You ever wondered how to survive extreme weather? This book's going to tell you how to do it. Yeah. And you get it right, right, right in the in middle of the storm. Box. Yep. Whip it out, start reading. <laughs> yeah. Just don't get it wet. <laughs> um, the Tops Knives Poker. Mm. No, it hurt like the game? No, no, no. It's a, it's a knife. <laughs> That's sweet. Uh, all this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes. Is and this one- a Julio bun- box? Julio. Julio box? Julio box. Did I say something weird? No, I was oh. just saying, like, is this the July box? Oh, I get you. Have? Yes, this or is who, the one that, yeah. that we don't have yet. It's like, who's Julio? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Julio I interrupted the commercial. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. That is trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. All right? Get knives and more knives. Do it. Listener. Reviews starts now. This is a long read. Yeah, good luck. Only time I've disagreed. Briefs till the day I die. <laughs> that was it. I thought that was a pretty good review. That was pretty good. Uh, if you don't know what that is, go listen to our last Q&A episode, <laughs> and it'll make more sense. Yep, yep. Not so salty. Yeah, but he's a... I mean, briefs? Really? Yeah, I mean, dude. Is that, I mean... Are you... Got, are you a psych patient? I <laughs> know. <laughs> are you a serial killer or a psych patient or what is it? Huh? Uh, it's got to be one of them. Uh, if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon, leave us a five-star review, make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Kim, I don't know if you've been looking at the news like I have been Always. looking at the news. No. Uh, but there's a storm coming. <laughs> yeah. It's it's brewing out and there. Hell's coming with hell's me. Hell's coming with it. 
Um, and hail is really there's going to be hail. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Um, so it's ba- it's a tropical storm right now, but it could be a hurricane, and its name is Elsa. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> do you want to build a hurricane? <laughs> Board up all your windows now. <laughs> um, I wish I knew the song better. I'd go further, but I yeah, don't, that's I don't know anything else. Um, that's when I stop tuning in to whatever they're watching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Florida governor, he's like, uh, guys, go out and get some stuff to eat and to drink and be careful because stuff's coming. He's like, there's going to be flooding. There's going to be power outages. He's like, what? At least he knows none of you have done this. You <laughs> live in a hurricane area, yeah. but you've not done this. Yeah, so um, it's just a good reminder that hurricane season is now upon us, everybody. Um, go get your stuff ready if you live in this area. Florida, for one. I don't know, Georgia. Louisiana, yeah, Texas, all them. Um, they're right in the hurricane. Carolinas, zone. Carolinas. What else? <laughs> what else is over there? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Cuba, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's Puerto true. Rico, yeah. It still has not recovered. All those little islands out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. go to uh, just Bermuda Triangle, folk. Yeah, you, maybe the hurricane was teleporting to <laughs> some alien location of piss. Yeah. Back on Mars. We sucked a whole freaking <laughs> hurricane in the warp hole. Sent them to Mars, and now the choppers all. <laughs> Screwed up there. Yeah. Anyways, be ready. Yeah. There's there's a storm of brewing. That's crazy. And there's going to be a whole bunch more because of global warming, they say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. It's true. Mm-hmm. It might happen. And there's buildings collapsing all over down there. Too. Man. <laughs> I had nightmares thinking about that. Could you, you imagine? Like, if you didn't die, I would hope mm-hmm. you just got crushed and so your you dream hear, was Do you hear the heaven. story that there's there was somebody trapped maybe... I, I swear I heard this, that there's somebody trapped in there, and they had a landline that was still working, and they were kept calling out to no. try and, yeah. That's if that's like, true, that's the scariest I heard thing that. ever. Yeah, and they still couldn't find them, because it's just, like, way underneath. Well, and then they, like, demolished the rest of the building. I know. And there's still people <laughs> there. Like, I can't figure out what's going on. Like, what the, the families are pissed that it's taking forever, and yeah. I, I can understand they're going slow, but at the same time, I'm like... yeah. But we all know construction people are usually eating sandwiches <laughs> yeah. 17 times a day. I know, yeah. <laughs> Just and wearing their vest, walking 15 around. 15 monsters a on day. On their freaking walkie-talkies. Yeah. And going over there. <laughs> I'm going to lift some cement over there. Got some rubble. Yeah, anyways, that, yeah, that's a horrible deal. Yeah, it's not good. Speaking of horrible deals. Yeah. A massive ransomware attack hits hundreds of businesses. What? Here's what we know. Okay. The hackers hit a range of IT management companies and com- that comprise compromised. <laughs> I got it. Their corporate clients by targeting a key software vendor called Casia. 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 On Monday, the attackers requested a seventy million payment in Bitcoin in exchange. Isn't that like one coin in, uh, in exchange no. for a decryption? I think tool? it's like thirty-five thousand a coin right now. Oh. Uh, Ish. I better ex- be perfectly it, yeah. straight because people get pissed off if you don't have your. Like in the inflation epi- or the hyperinflation episode, I was off by like a percentage on my current inflation, and somebody was calling me out on it. Are I'm you like, serious? I apologize. I said <laughs> it was like 2% or something, and it was more like 4.5% at that point. <laughs> we wrote that like, but it was like two weeks prior. I know. And, but still. And, you know what I mean? I'm not a number cruncher. Yeah, it's 35 ish. Number muncher. That was a good game. Um, do you remember that? No. <laughs> oh, wait, maybe I do. On the computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so it affected thousands of businesses, mm. and this is like another of the whole, you know, string of attacks that have happened with uh, 
cyber mm. attacks that are the ransomware deal, you know. You yeah. don't want it to happen. No. Like major fuel supplier, Colonial Pipeline got screwed, meat processor, JB, JBS Foods. Mm-hmm. So we know cyber risks are there. Mm-hmm. Keep your stuff safe. Surf and we've shark. told you to use Surfshark because that stuff will get stolen. Anyway, big deal. Yeah. It did affect, um, what was the saddest one on here? It, it said the many s- dentists of clinics <laughs> were affected. <laughs> really? Makes me super sad. Oh, so sad. We have a thing Great. with dentists. No more crowns today. Oh, woo-hoo. <laughs> there goes so, my kid's vacation. There goes year. my second yacht. Yeah. Gosh, anyway. Damn it. Hope you're not a dentist. Yeah. If you are. Stop giving me so much <laughs> stuff I don't need. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Inch bags, Cameron. Yeah. Uh, we're excited about this. We haven't talked about it. We're like, what? I am excited about it. It's it's one of those things that um, it's not really applicable most of the time. I mean, no, a lot of stuff we don't talk about is super applicable, but true, true. But this one probably more so. But yeah. it's still super fun to talk about, and it could be applicable, and I it think could so. be something to look you know, at. You may have gone overboard on your bug out bag, yeah. and now you have an inch bag. Exactly. So mm-hmm. what or is... half an inch bag? <laughs> <laughs> Average inch yeah, bag. So what does inch even stand for? So inch is an acronym, and it stands for I'm never coming home. So uh, this is a big old... I tell that to my wife. I'm getting my inch bag. <laughs> We're going with that inch bag. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just testing it. <laughs> my kids are like, Daddy, isn't that your inch bag? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I'm just testing it. Just We're doing a video. Just got to head to the gas just station. out of the parking lot. cigarettes. <laughs> going to the gas station to get cigarettes. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm just... Putting some stuff in here. His inch bag says otherwise. Chicken in there. <laughs> Taking a live chicken. We got to talk about that in the bag. How do you yeah. how do you transport all of your livestock? That's really not that bad of an idea. Yeah, Take a chicken. Stick- <laughs> They're already confined throughout the United States. Just put them on a leash, man. That's you know what true, I mean? You got yeah. you got breakfast for your whole the whole time. That's They'll true. eat whatever. That's true. Wow, we haven't talked about that. That's way smarter than a dog. I know. Well, you gotta feed a dog. Chickens Chicken will eat bugs. Dog's not gonna give you more food. No. Well, I mean, it could it, for one <laughs> meal. <laughs> Depends on how big the dog is. Yeah. So anyway, chicken. But yeah, this is your. I'm never coming home. Mm-hmm. And you may have overpacked your bug out bag. Yeah. I think there's a little confusion here because, in all honesty, I went through my bug out bag just mm-hmm. recently, and I I think I I go a little overboard. Yeah. Because really, you should focus on that 72 hour point. Yeah. You know, of like, I'm going to get away, go to a safe location, and then plan to come back or go to a a bug out location. And also with bug out bags, too, I think sometimes we um, focus too much on like wilderness survival type stuff. When a lot of times that bag, you're just going to take it to like a hotel or, you know what I mean? Or Or just travel to, yeah, family members or something like that. So I think, you know, obviously you can have several different bags for those types of things. But sometimes people have it too focused on others and sometimes people get to an inch bag instead of a bug out yeah. bag and that's why we're and so your about inch it. bag is like your hardcore survive in the wilderness yeah. for a long period bag like for yeah. who knows how long mm-hmm. but you're not planning on going back to your location or you don't have a bug out location like yeah you're living out of your inch bag mm-hmm. and i do that anyway <laughs> when i go on a travel i'm like not yeah. unpacking any of this no just live out of it yep but yeah so um you're, if you have a bug out bag, you're already halfway there or, mm-hmm. or closer to making an inch bag. And the bug out bag's probably more important and more useful mm-hmm. and most likely to come into play uh, more often. But 
the inch bag we'll, we'll, that we'll go into in more detail is it's just like an oversupplied bug out bag because yeah. you don't know how much you're going to need. And this is where you really have to think about, you know, some of those like details. We'll go into these, but like, you know, you got to hunt, you've got to yeah. prepare multiple meals, you got to have different types of shelter and you want that all in the same bag. Yeah. Um, and so, like I'd said, you know, a bug out bag is more like your three day or five day bag, whereas your inch bag is going to be basically a mobile home, you know, yeah, a mobile living. I think like survival Sullivan put it a really good way is he said a Bob, your bug out bag is like a scuba tank. Mm -hmm. It's for a short period. You're going to go under, get away from, you know, whatever threat. And then you're going to come back up, you're going to resurface and get back into normal. Yep. Um, an inch bag is more like a submarine. You're going to travel a lot further, you know, and you're going to stay under out of harm's way or, up in the wilderness for a long period. So. Yeah, I saw that too. I thought that was a pretty good way I to, did too. I to was like, approach that. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so that's good. That's kind of the difference between <clears throat> the bug out bag and the inch bag. And they both kind of, sometimes they're one, sometimes people are kind of making a, a, a mix of the two. Yeah. But so talking about the inch bag specifically, like Cam said, your bug out bag, it's like three to five days at most, right? Just to kind of a transition period between yeah. whatever's happening at your home. Maybe you got to go for a couple of days and come back, or maybe you're just trying to get somewhere else, like your bug out location, that type of thing. But why would you even have an inch bag? Like what, what sort of scenarios, um, even make sense for this? And there's a couple, it's, it's kind of wishy-washy on what scenarios, right? right? It's not <laughs> like specific. Yeah. But, but there's a few that kind of came to mind as I was thinking about it specifically that made the most sense and one of those is like a widespread super deadly pandemic right so you just basically you have to get away from people and it's stay away from you people. have to get away and you have to stay away and you have to be out there for an indeterminate amount of time until things get better which yeah. who knows how long that may be right so that's one of those where you maybe just want to get to the wilderness, um, lay low for months at a time, possibly. Who knows, right? Um, the other one could be like a widespread conflict or a war situation where, um, you know, just being around people is dangerous. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, obviously that one's a little wishy-washy, but it could really be um, it, like a like a Red Dawn type that's situation. That's what I thought, right? too. Like maybe you're in a coastal yeah. city or something and sure. like there's an invasion. You're not going to want to go back to the coast no, for you a just, long No, you need to get away from people. Move inland. <clears throat> exactly. Um, so that's another one. Or, you know, straight up government tyranny. Like the government starts, you know, cracking down on things and it, it, maybe it's martial law or whatever it is and for an extended period of time. And you're better off just kind of being out by yourself away from people, away from the government um, and living on your own, right? I don't live by the government anyway. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, so... Uh, those are a, a couple of the scenarios that, that made sense to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it, it is hard to like pinpoint. It is typical. It's really hard. And, and cause I thought about that too. I'm like, where would this be with an inch bag too? It, it's one of those things that you, you probably need to be mobile. Like, it's not like you're just going to go to out to a mile in the woods and that's where you're going to live. Yeah. Right. You probably need to be moving. Exactly. Um, and so, could you think of how many people are going to leave hmm? like an urban area and move to the woods and think they're going to live like you're yeah. be dealing with more people a lot of those, people so it's like so you're going to have really to be able keep pushing deeper and further yep, away and exactly. moving so um it's one of those bags that you you can have to be ready to live out you know and maybe it's not necessarily straight up the wilderness maybe this is a super post-apocalyptic 
scenario, obviously, and it's an urban yeah. scenario where you know you just need to be mobile and moving and yeah. on the run all the time type thing, right? Yeah. Um, you look at like the stupid series; it used to not be stupid, like yeah. The Walking Dead, for sure. They were on; they're moving every all the time, all the time, the yeah. different locations, so pack and all that. I thought too, like if you lived in like if you lived on the big island in Hawaii, mm-hmm. freaking volcano, yeah. You're gonna lose all your stuff, so you've got to have you gotta have more of a like a yeah. inch bag. Yeah, for sure. You've got a boat inside it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it blows full of air. Uh huh. I like it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, oh, that's weird. It crashed on me. Oh, no. uh, we're done. We're this done. Is, podcast <laughs> is over. Exactly. So one thing is like, you know, based on some of these scenarios, and is it something that you should consider having? Should you have both? And yeah. is it even worth? your time to have an inch bag should you even consider an inch bag that's the hard part man i know it is big time and like kobe was saying any scenario could turn into more or so it's hard to like pinpoint i think some of the considerations like where you live is it sure an area that is way more vulnerable to to being wiped out or overrun or something like that so mm-hmm. you have to think about that too um additional troubles that you have to look at if you're carrying, um, a lot more than in your Bob, are you going to like be traveling through mountains and how far are you going to hike? Are you going to be able to handle that? Mm -hmm. Maybe your physical fitness or your health conditions aren't going to allow that. No. So you do need to just deal with the Bob and figure out a plan of how to like manage that. Also the space factor, like an inch bag's massive. Yeah. A bug out bag's huge, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and like for me, realistically, like I love my my pickup, but if I were to travel very far mm-hmm. with my family, if I wasn't going to go with you know Plan C or B up to a location, I'm probably going to take a fuel efficient, comfortable vehicle like yeah. freaking Pilot. If and there's works, hardly yeah. any, yeah, <laughs> there's going to be hardly any space in there. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing you got to consider is. If you want this big, huge inch bag that you're going to live out of, can you take more than one? Can you, maybe you're going to leave a kid and put your bug out bag in the seatbelt. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So, and, um, I think it just has to go into, a lot of it has to go into your situation. And I, I also mentioned like, if you live in a suburban area or urban, you know, that's more likely a place that you're probably going to want something like an inch bag. I would think, cause I, like getting away from cities and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. But not always. Not no necessarily not always. Sometimes an inch bag won't be super helpful because maybe you can't get away. And it may be super inconvenient yeah. leaving a city with this massive bag on your back. Yeah, I don't know. I mean So anyways, way. you have to kind of really evaluate your situation, mm-hmm. what your plan is, and also consider your skill set. Like yeah. what are you able to do, you know, outside of just what's in your bug out bag. Can you live very long? I mean, mm-hmm. we, it's just like going camping is, you know, three days in, you're like, good freak. I got to get back. Yeah. Even when you thought you brought everything, even when you have a camper, it's full tough. of stuff. You're it's still like, this sucks. Yeah. It's not, not very fun. You also have to think about, um, do you have the financial means to make this bag? Cause this bag has got a lot of stuff in it. It does. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And, and um, do you have the time to test the gear and know yeah. how it works? Because the last thing you want is garbage gear in yeah. this bag. This bag is, yeah, and we'll talk about that because it becomes even more important. Yeah. Because it's you an indefinite be, amount like, of time. super efficient with the yeah. weight you're packing. Cause, yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, so. Because it's going to get expensive. Yeah, for sure. 
You so know? a lot goes into this and yeah. So financial, your location, your health, um, what skill set you have, all of that has to be considered and whether or not you even want to deal with an inch bag. And I think everybody should have a bug out bag, but the yes. inch bag becomes a little more specific and a little more hardcore. Well, and also I think we'll probably talk about this later too, but it also depends on your group and your family. Like, yeah, I think about this, like how could I even do this with my entire family? <laughs> right. Could I, could I go and live somewhere? Like I'm never coming home. I don't even know, man. I don't. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe if you had no maybe. other choice, but yeah. By choice, no, it'd be miserable. Yeah, it'd be ho- super miserable. So let's talk about probably one of the most important aspects of this. We're talking about this bag that's going to keep you alive indefinitely, the bag itself. Um, choosing the actual bag in this instance is more important than our other bags by far because, um, for one thing, this bag is going to be much heavier, right? Um, and for this situation, it's going to be much more important because you're going to carry everything you absolutely need to live indefinitely. So this bag has got to be high. It's like got to be high quality, high quality yeah. and support weight. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to talk about all those things. What are some things that you need to think of? And number one is fit. And I say this is number one, because, um, if you're going to be hiking in any amount of time with a pack, that's going to, going to be this heavy and how heavy is it going to be? 50 to 75 pounds. I don't know. It's going to be heavy. Right. Yeah. Um, because with all this stuff, it has to be comfortable and it has to, it has to ride well on your body. Right. Um, you know, does it have the waist belt to help distribute that weight? It absolutely has to, like, there's just no way around it. Like it has to have these things. Is it a disc in freaking middle (laughs) of an apocalypse? Good luck. (laughs) Um, is it rated for the load that you're going to be packing? So that's something you kind of have to get together that gear say, okay, how, how heavy is this going to be? And, you know, what kind of, what kind of bag do I need? Um, does it have an internal external, no frame? Yeah. There's so many options there that you have to figure out. Um, and something I think is another thing I think is important. Is it adjustable? Does it have compression straps and and adequate padding in all the places it needs it to keep it comfortable? Right. Yeah. It's gotta be comfortable. It's crazy how much you talk about this. Yeah. And you, you feel like you have a good pack. Yeah. But until we got like the Eberly stock ones. Yeah, man. I had different, no idea. Whole different game. Like it can carry and it feels so much more comfortable carrying yeah. the weight on it. Yep. Like I've, I'm like, yeah, it's awkward and you're a little tipsy because, you know, the weight distribution. But man, I'm, my back didn't hurt at all no. carrying this sucker because it has a big old lumbar pad yeah. on it. Definitely. Fans. I mean, jetpack. <laughs> nuclear it's power. Pretty, pretty it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. The next thing to think about is capacity. Does it have the space that you need for all of your gear? And does it have the adequate compartments and pockets to, you know, keep things where it needs to be? One single compartment. That's hard. Sucks. It's horrible. Dig it all out. You're so going like, to lose something. Or just miss- a huge ass duffel bag is not going <laughs> to yeah. be great. You got to have a bag that has compartments um to isolate some things you want to be able to get to your first aid kit quick you know you want to be able to get to maybe you have a gun in there whatever you got to get to that quick you want you know there's you you have to be able to um sift through your gear and also not have to take everything out every time you're gonna lose something easily if you're just like pulling it all out to get to your freaking tent yeah i think i'd seen somewhere where they'd recommended like some of the uh you know non-casual preppers sure like 30 liters at least yeah yeah and so that's a pretty big bag it's big yeah for sure um the next thing to think about is durability and this this is probably the second most important maybe the most important who knows but 
It needs to be high quality, durable material. Um, I don't like polyester because I feel like that stuff rips yeah. way too easy. I like like ballistic nylon or something like that that's really going to hold up um, for an undetermined amount of time. This thing might have to last years. Yeah, underwear. You know what I mean. So it has to underwear. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I made you say underwear. Um, what did you say? <laughs> um, is it waterproof or does it have a waterproof cover? If it starts raining and everything's yeah. wet, that's that's a bad deal too. I think that's good. That you, like mentioning the, there's a ton of those packs that are like save all the weight. Like yeah. you save your weight from your pack mm-hmm. so that you can pack more stuff. Yeah. But that material is not going to hold. No, up. but it's also it's something you do have to think about, yeah. right? You have to, you have to weigh those options. But you know, with the durability, just um, with a pack like this. Don't get suckered into a cheap bag. It's no. not going to be worth it. You yeah. have to spend the money because you get what you pay for, especially with packs like this. You know, if you're a hunter, there's so many options with packs like this. Like, like we use an Everly stock. And yeah, and they usually have it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about like with people that are hunters, they yeah. usually do have, you know, an mm-hmm. advantage because they have this really durable yeah. gear because they're packing they're, animals. Yeah, and they're stuff packing on animals it. and stuff out that take tons of weight. So. Yeah. If you have a hunter around, ask them what ask packs. Them. Yep. Um, weight, like Cam mentioned, uh, the weight before load could be a factor. You know what I mean? Um, the the light, more lightweight ones are... Drop your load. You drop your load, exactly. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to talk about is modularity. Um, it's nice to have a bag that can easily either change with the seasons or adjust the load. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Uh I, I just, I like those packs that have like the little modules that I do too. maybe you can pull off. So, you know, say you're at a, at your camp for a week or whatever it is, and you don't want to take that whole damn thing with you on a day trip out looking for food or whatever it is. And you can have like yeah, a, little, so a little piece that you can take with you just the frame. for the day. Yeah. Just, just the frame <laughs> came with the frame. Um, <laughs> but you know, like some of them have like that, that front little like fanny pack thing yeah. that you could just take off. Um, and put it on. <laughs> God, I don't know what I was thinking. There. I was like, there was a joke there somewhere. That Cam didn't take it. Um, I don't. Know. I don't. Know. I didn't. I didn't. I know. It's all good. So, anyways, think about the modularity of the bag. But <laughs> you just looked at me and I was serious. Like you're like, oh, never I'm mind. Like, oh, wait. Well, well, I'm not joking. What anymore. podcast am I doing? Um, but it's uh, those are the things with the actual bag that you need to think about. Yeah. Um, and there's probably more, but those are the basics. <laughs> to take a, take a look at yeah right. I, I I think the nicest thing is like your fac being separate from your yeah like that's a nice thing like a little portable yep medic medical bag that you can just like detach and run mm-hmm. over and save a life yeah it's exactly. great it's, it's great it's also always good yep. yeah um before we go any further okay COVID-19 sucks big stuff yeah <laughs> more than an inch <laughs> yeah um, and this pandemic's brought many challenges upon us. It has. We have to use the computers more, more than we were. Yeah. Doing a lot more shopping online, maybe working online. Mm. You want to be safe. You yeah. want to go online, but not be yourself online. Like, what if you're looking for inch bag gear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go with a VPN. Yeah. The best one ever created on this planet is Surfshark. And probably on other planets, too. Probably, <laughs> It's, it's honestly, it's the best way to go gray man online. You can shield all your information. Mm-hmm. They don't know where you're at because your IP is in France or something like that. Yeah. Cause you can connect to a server there oui, oui. and you get, um, if you accidentally click some unsafe Facebook ad, it was and, an accident, dear. you know, I wasn't looking into Democrats. <laughs> no, okay. I don't even like them. <laughs> um, it's not going to look like you. 
Okay? Yeah. Because you're going gray man online because you're under a virtual private network. Get notified, too, if your email gets compromised. I just got one this week. Yeah. Um, don't know why. I didn't go to any dirty sites. But I Not was this week. warned, which is sweet, that yeah. my email needs the password change. And I think that happens every week. I'm so I've sick changed of my passwords. <laughs> I know. So I much. hate it. But anyways, um, the other cool thing about Surfshark is if you connect to a server that's in the UK, mm-hmm. you can watch their specific Netflix yeah. library. It's pretty dang cool. Yeah. So it's not region bound. Which 25 frames sick. a second. Awesome. Because <laughs> we can't deal with it. I hate it. But anyways, mm. cool stuff. If you go to their website, which is surfshark.deals slash casual preppers, mm-hmm. I don't even think you have to type the code in. But just gives casual preppers is the code, and you'll get 83% off 24 months. Is that a lie? No. Mm. Plus, yeah. if that isn't good enough, you get three extra months for free. Good lord. 27 months mm. for less than 250 a month. I'm you're dumb. You're dumb not yep. to do it. You don't have it. It's oh, the, you're like, stupid. The best insurance plan ever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, and if you just want to try it for 30 days, risk free. Mm. There you go. So go get it. Noise. Go to casual or go to surfshark.deals, <laughs> casual preppers. Yeah, I like it. Somebody was saying they need you to do like a little how-to video on how to use it on the router. On the router? On the router router. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe I, you should I should do that because I've been wanting to set yeah. it up. They're like, That's I don't know how idea. to do it. I don't know how to do it. Okay. They All right. Do a little tiki-talk or, or a little. Shirtless YouTube. or do you want my shirt on? I don't know. Maybe half and half. <laughs> Halfway through, pull that sucker off. Midriff. <laughs> Mid, no midriff, midriff's like a a jersey. You know the old school '80s jerseys that have all the holes. The Everlast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that too. Wear gloves. Mm-hmm. Like cut off fingers. Like anyway, not I think this would be a great video. I like it. I like the sound of it. Okay, cool. Okay, well, what do you put in your inch bag? See, this is where it gets crazy. This does get crazy. Like it's th- this is the thing about the inch bag. So if you've been working on your bug out bag. Mm-hmm. You've already got that mindset. Yeah. You know the most important things are going to be how you're going to stay alive, which is your food and your water. Mm-hmm. So Internet. Yeah. Food, water, internet. Yeah. Food, <laughs> so pack your router. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you got the VPN on there. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Make yeah. sure that's set up. Mm-hmm. So um, first and the most important is your water. Like yeah. how are you going to continue drinking water with your inch bag? I'm going to use my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um. This should be your top priority in, in figuring out, like, what supplies. Um, it's not as easy as your bug out bag where you can just throw in a filter mm. and a little, you know, container for it. Yeah. And just plan on filtering all day long. Because those filters, while the Sawyer Mini is a freaking amazing. It's a workhorse. 100,000 gallons. That's incredible. That sounds like a fake number. It does. It's a real number. <laughs> Yeah. That's actually real. I bet it's a hundred thousand and one, but they didn't want to be prideful. Yeah. So we'll just stick at a hundred thousand. But yeah, so I'm not saying don't throw filters in there because mm-hmm. those are the like the easiest, but you need to consider other ways yeah. to keep your water supply going. Um one, you may come across one source of water the whole time you're out there. So yeah. it's like, how are you gonna pack that water? Um so there's there's a couple of different things to consider here. Um, those filters are super useful. And so I wouldn't overlook those. Throw in a couple of Sawyer Minis are tiny. Yeah. 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 gallons. That's, that's pretty freaking. It adds freaking, up quick. Yeah. Um, but also you can get a little bottle that has, um, water purification tablets in there and those mm-hmm. go a long way. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about the filtration. You just 
scoop up the water, throw one in, and then you're ready to go. I like those. Um, Sawyer also makes like the big bags that you can just hook the. Yeah, I like that too. Um, the hook because you got a way to, to carry end. that like yeah that collapses. So it's like a couple of gallons or something each of those bags with a handle on yeah. the top. You can get then, the tiny one too. It's like one liter. Yep, you can and get, then that you get one a big too. one. Yep. So um, but yeah, you want to have a way to carry the water with you because. You're not always going to find a stream. You're not going to always find a lake. If mm-hmm. you do, there's going to be contaminated people there, mm-hmm. and no one wants contaminated people. Mm-hmm. All of them are contaminated. Yep. Um, you want to be able to prepare that water. Like, boiling works, but do you have the supplies to boil? Do you have um, good pots and pans that can withstand the heat over and over and over again? Hopefully you do, yeah. because it's going to be a, a viable method uh, for yeah. ever. Yeah. Right? And so, um, really what it comes down to is... You want to be carrying some water, mm-hmm. a way to carry water, a way to continue filtering the water. And there's those variety of ways, whether it be a uh, filtration pack, purification mm-hmm. tabs, or I, I I do like those little osmotic water filters where you just throw them in. Oh, yeah. And then you can just go about setting up your camp, come back, and the pouch is full. And it has after flavor. After five hours. Yeah. They have flavor. It's got I some, was looking like, at those the other day, actually. I, ha- I had them out this weekend. Um and they're like orange flavor. I'm like, that would be perfect for your kids. It would. Do you know what I mean? Because it just looks like a big Capri Sun when yeah. it's full. And yeah. you just poke it in there. It's been filtered. Mm-hmm. So anyways, there's some really cool ways. You have to be but, uh, I mean, that's a lot higher of weight, detail. But What's that? There are a lot of weight if you're going to be carrying a bunch of those, right? The, the little those, packs? The, yeah. Yeah. They are kind of heavy, huh? So, yeah. So that's just like, I think five think of them weighs 700 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, they are. They're a little bit more. So, anyways, your plans for your water preps have mm-hmm. got to go a lot further, and you've got to have alternative ways to uh, obtain that water. And I think in this situation with, with an inch bag, I think it's probably prudent to have the water bladder system. I think so, too. Because you're going to be doing yeah, a lot of hiking. They talked a lot about that, too. You know, a lot of hiking, and it's it's obviously great. I mean, it takes up space, but... Uh, but you don't know when you're going to come across water again. You don't. So if you filter it while you're camped, yeah. and you can go, you yeah. know, you can just rest- continue restocking and use it along the way. Absolutely. And kids just seem like, they could go forever when they have mm-hmm. accessible water through. Exactly. <laughs> I found that out. Yeah. Um, and like I, I stressed about like a stainless steel water bottle or something that can boil, can, you know, you mm-hmm. can uh, keep boiling the water in. And I usually stuff like, cause it takes up a lot of space. That's the sucky thing about it is cookware Yeah. is that it takes up a ton of space. So I usually stuff all the empty space, like even those um, stainless steel bottles, I'll open them up and I'll put a bunch of those like little, um, the emergency water the packs, water, yeah. just because, I mean, you could fill it full of water, but these are withstand like yeah. the extremes of heat and cold. Especially for at the beginning in the storage, like you're just this bag waiting to go. It's perfect. Yeah. It's already that. ready to go. Cause it's ready to go in an individual pack. Packed you, you'll inside use the those in the first week or so. And then, you yeah. know, then you're on your own, but so at least yeah. you have that. You could even stuff in some of your, like your purification water things yeah. inside that container. So for anyways, sure. a good container that can continue to boil over and over and, you know, and sterilize your water. Mm-hmm. Next is your food. Are you, you're going to want to pack some food with you so that you can use it immediately, but try and use that last. Like you really want to, it's almost like, it's funny because you got this bag that's going to keep you alive. That's Mm -hmm. like your emergency plan, but you also don't want to use the most accessible emergency supplies. Yeah. (laughs) Like when you get out there, if you can, you know, get it. 
go to a place where you can start fishing and use that food yep. and, and not use up your MREs that you have in your bag. So that comes down to ways of like continuing um, to obtain food, uh, like small game, snakes, squirrels, rabbits, raccoons, and things like that. You've got to consider that in fishing. Mm-hmm. You can't carry a big fishing pole, so... You can. I mean, you can. It depends on what your plan it's is. It's just, yeah, it's just trickier. Yeah, maybe you're in an area with great fishing. You, yeah. Maybe you do want to just, but they have those, um, if you're a good fly fisherman, they have those container ones that yep. are just in a tube, and then you could throw that in your pack. I think we got K-bar one. K-Bar has one. Yeah, I think That's I have the, one the K-Bar that, one. That do that, too. I don't, it, it's just It tiny. looks like a handle. Yeah, it's cool. And then it extends into. I think that's great for an inch bag. I do too. That's great. Because that's less likely to come into play with a bug out bag. Yeah. I've thrown it in my bug out bag because yeah. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, so ways to continue to obtain food, mm-hmm. uh, compact fishing pole, fishing line, tackle, all that. Yeah. And you can, you can kind of make a small pack with a lot of that stuff that you can continue to use, you mm-hmm. know, and then you dig up worms and bugs and things like that. So fishing's great. If you're not able to continue watching, you know, your fishing pole and things like that, those yo-yo reels or mm-hmm. those automatic reels, those are awesome. They are awesome, man. Just pull them out, throw them in, and as soon as it gets, you know, a tug on it, it'll just reel it in itself, which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. And so those are tiny too. I mean, they're just the size of a regular spool of, um, yeah. and you got your fishing line on there if you need to use it for yeah. Other Having fish. a couple of those, I think is good. Yeah. You know, you can set them up in a couple of places near camp. Catch each other. Yep. Exactly. Pull your reels in. But then that way you can just like, you get to camp, you're doing whatever. Oh, I'm just going to throw those out right now. Yeah. And come back later in the day, see what you got, you know? Yeah. One of our bug out bags had a collapsible fish trap. The, remember oh, the mesh one? That's right. Yeah. And so you could just tuck that in there. And there's multiple uses for the material if you yeah. had to. Yeah, sure. But then it just, it pops out and you stuff food in it and you got a fish trap. Mm-hmm. So different ways that you don't have to always be spending the time, you yeah. know, obtaining that food. Um, snares and traps. There's yep. a lot of different ones. Um, they're definitely ones you want to practice using. <laughs> yeah. They're a bit confusing, but it's something that you can leave and then come back to and hopefully have... A fat little squirrel in there to eat. Yeah, those snares, you can get like a pack of three and they're they're really cheap and yeah. they're and they're light. Like and they take up no space. That's true. A pack of three of those is nothing. Like, I think for sure get those. And then we've we've had a couple of different types that we need to kind of go try and, and use. Like we the do. deadfall trap. That we, we had we the got. deadfall. We set it up once, uh, but it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. Um but there's Usually a lot we have of have one things. to cat yeah. Yeah, we've had we've had a couple of them. So and like a couple of just like regular you know, the catch traps for the yep, legs. that's what it was. What the hell are those called? Catch trap. Catch, leg catch traps, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so you can see how this is different from your bug out bag because yeah, you don't need to consider all this stuff. You don't need to be packing all this in your bug out bag. Mm-hmm. But in this scenario where you're living out of this and surviving with this pack, you've got to add all this stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Other ways to kill animals, you know, a slingshot, that's a great thing to pack. Um, if you can kill something with a slingshot, you are the man. Yeah, I've got I've got that later on on, on the list so freaking too. Hard. But bows. Do you remember that that little weird slingshot thing that we got? That's like a rubber thing. <laughs> yeah. It looks you like know? a condom. It looks like a, yeah, a condom with a thing on the end of it. Yeah, uh, it's got like little steel marble, like yeah. steel BBs in it. Like that wouldn't be that bad because it's You'd weighs probably like get a nothing. bird. Yeah. Oh, for if sure. You're, uh, or a squirrel. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Or Small even a rabbit. Children. Yeah. Small little children. like under one or two. Yeah. You could get them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, they have all kinds of little fancy things like that. Yeah. You don't even have to have the traditional slingshot. Yeah. Um, bows and a compound bow would yep. be super nice. I would, honestly, 
that's I've considered with an inch bag that I'd probably pack my compound bow. Yeah. So I it's a probably, heavy beast. It but. is. But there's other options. We we got that breakdown bow. Do you remember? Yep. Yep. Which would it's tricky to shoot. I tried. Yeah, it's not gonna be easy. But you'd have to practice with just yeah. a regular. But bow. that bow is gonna be a biznitch to carry <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Yeah, a compound bow would be. Yeah. Crossbow the same way. Same thing, yeah. Quite heavy, but way heavy. The real nice thing about those is potentially, you know, you don't expend your ammo. Yes. Like you can go mm-hmm. and recover your bow or your mm-hmm. bolt. And yep. so those are just things to consider hunting with. And you're not a good, you're not going to attract attention firing your, you know, exactly. 30, 30 out in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Um, and then obviously a knife, mm-hmm. um, other uses, not just for hunting, but for preparing things and finishing off an animal, Yep. uh, to pack some direct food, some things to consider like high protein energy bars. Yeah. You can throw those in there, uh, dried fruits and nuts, a pack of like the mix trail mix. Those are great. Um, oatmeal, uh, seeds, so just those things that can last a little longer in your bag that you don't have to constantly be cycling out. And then little packets of tea and coffee, sugar like that. Yeah. Um, you're going to be adding to the water because just drinking stream water the whole time is a bit depressing. <laughs> oh, for sure. So pack, I mean, even if it's like a Gatorade pack or something, mm-hmm. like those are, they don't weigh anything. No. So you throw yeah. a bunch of those in there. You want something for morale, you know, like chocolate or candy and, and an immediate carbohydrate, you know, dose. Mm-hmm. Stock cubes like bouillon, all that you can add it to anything. Cooking up some oatmeal, throw a bouillon cube. Even in there. if you just put it in some hot water, yeah, it's like drinking Soothing. broth. I know, you know what like, I mean. I'm like, sick today. Yeah, got a sore throat. I'm just gonna lay in bed. <laughs> but no, those watch are the birds. <clears throat> they do go rancid though, so you gotta yeah. watch out for those because mm. they got like animal fat in there, oh. human fat. They're yeah. gross. Yeah. But um, dried soup mixes are great. Oh yeah. Um. Another thing is uh, Jello packets. Ah, because yes. you can just like get a hot cup of Jello. I do it all. The time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, something if you're traveling and moving through like the winter, it's yeah. just something that you could give for sure your kids or something like that, or hot chocolate, um, or hot chocolate. Mineral salts or salt and pepper are crucial. You're gonna want your spices. You're gonna want your salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're gonna be eating. No, maybe you're gonna be eating a mushroom that you found. Or I wouldn't suggest a truffle. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those scare me. Yeah, I know. But I, I that was one thing I threw in here is you probably should look into unless you're already ahead of the game and you're a botanist. Yeah, like a book that shows like what I talked about edible that plants. Too. Did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you got to have a way to prepare the food and continue. You know, cooking. This and is making the, the it. part that like takes up a lot of space. It does. It it's the hard part. Because. Um, yeah, it is. It, even in my bug out bag, I have some cookware in there. I'm like, ah, it takes up so much freaking space. It does, man. But you can't have like a collapsible thing that works very well that's going to withhold it's like so heating hard. over and over and over. Yep. Like the barrel cook is a great way to heat, but it's bulky. That's the only downside. Well, and you have to have all those packs. Yeah. If and it, once you're out of those, you can cook with that yeah. stuff, but it's too big. But it, I mean, it is an option. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you want to have good cookware. And this is this is part that I've tried several different little aluminum ones. Mm-hmm. I had like one um, Coleman set that was 
yeah. like complete trash. Yeah. Like it, like aluminum great. warped and. Yep. So you you want to get good cookware, and there's a ton of different things. You just got to try it. I just like the straight up little pot. That's like that to me. It yep. feels like it's always it lasts the longest. It does the job every time. Yeah, it's need. usually like a coated yep. aluminum, and it's not going to warp like you're talking about. But stainless steel is great. You just like yeah, most of them are aluminum for weight, and there's a lot of cheap trash out for there. sure. Yeah, um, a canteen for water. We talked about that already. Mm-hmm. You know, something to carry water that can also be used to boil to cook soup to mm-hmm. cook. Your delicious jello mm, hot water. Jello soup. Yeah. <laughs> um, or or lettuce soup if you're Russian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then there's your direct survival foods. Like I yep. always throw in a couple packs of uh uh mountain, mountain house stuff. Yeah. Just because it's easy to prepare, it tastes good mm-hmm. and it's not heavy. And then MREs, like don't pack your bag clear full of MREs because most of the time they're just disgusting and they weigh a lot and they yeah. take up space. But having one or two in there is not a bad idea because then if not. you cannot find anything, um, like if you were bugging out or living off the wilderness here in Vernal, mm-hmm. you got to have <laughs> yeah a backup plan if you, you can't find food. Um, and then, like I said, a plant or survival guide for eating wilderness foods and things like that. Yeah. And then I would, the last thing is I would have some kind of uh, survival vitamin. Like a multivitamin. Yeah. What's the survival? Survival guard. Survival guard. Yeah. Yeah. So they Mm -hmm. store for a long time. You just throw a small bottle in. Even if you're taking that once or twice a week, you're getting essential vitamins and minerals that you're not going to always get from eating off from the land. If you're just eating fish every day or roots, roots, dandelions, nummy. Yeah. So anyway, that's, That's I mean, food and water, there's a lot of planning that goes into that. Yeah. And I would recommend trying out different like pots, pans and Mm -hmm. things like that. So you're not carrying a ton of useless trash. Absolutely. So there's a whole bunch of other things that we're going to talk about here. Let's start out with weapons and Cam's kind of gone over a few of these already, but it gets kind of tricky, right? You're going to want weapons for several things in this situation. Number one for self-defense. Obviously, um, if you're in an SHTF situation where this inch bag is needed, th- people are going to be a little weird yeah. at that point, right? So you, you're going to have to have something to defend yourself, to, to defend the gear that you have, to defend whatever camp that you've made in this SHTF situation. The other thing is going to be hunting, and Cam talked about that as well. Um, so obviously, the first thing you think of is a gun, right? I mean, it hunting's makes, a little easier with a gun. Much easier with a gun, actually. Um, they're obviously super great for both of these. They're great for self-defense. They're great for hunting. But in a long-term survive in the wilderness type situation, um, guns are a little bit harder because the ammo, for one, is heavy. Yeah. Right. The gun itself is probably going to be heavy. We'll talk about some that maybe aren't so much. But um, plus, your your ammo isn't renewable, and so once you're out of that. Um, unless you're going back into somewhere to scavenge, you're kind of out of luck. You can't really reload. You right. know what I mean? You, that takes up way more supplies. So, um, not saying that you shouldn't get a gun, but just not at all. Just yeah. think about those things as you're doing it. Um, cause there's things like the, you know, the 1022, the takedown, mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. would be great. And there's like the Chiapa or in those other types of survival rifles that, that are great for these situations. Um, and yeah. Actually, and there's like, I mean, we'll probably get, ripped apart yeah. saying whatever you know i think it's a good idea this was for me mm-hmm. okay yeah but my handgun of choice was the uh buck mark 22 yeah. just because i sure. can carry a ton of bullets yes kill small game and it has a lot of attachments yeah and it's great for self-defense too i don't yeah. care what anyone says yeah um, yeah so anyways i yes. i know that's not a huge caliber mm-hmm. amazing weapon but yes 
But you just have to like choose yeah. what would be most worthwhile. Yep. And like you said, with the ammo, you probably want to be a, a super conservative with that. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, do I even want to use this at all yeah. until I really have until to? Until you absolutely have to. And you could also get like those breakdown type assault rifles that just break down and you can get them in your pack. But again, they're going to be super heavy. Yeah, and a lot and of you, space. you got to determine if you're good enough with that to make it worth it and, and all those types of things. So um, think about those for weapons. Um, so... You know, in the shorter term, they're going to be nice to have, you know, like a handgun, I think is great because it's smaller. Yeah. It weighs less. Um, they're great for close quarters. You know, con- you can conceal it on yourself if somebody comes up, all those types of things. Um, obviously, rifles are much better for longer range. Rifles are much better for hunting, all those types of things. But a rifle becomes much harder to carry and all those other, you know, things. So you just got to think about that. Yeah. Cam talked about this bow and arrow. Um, there's all different types. Like you said, compound. There's a recurve. There's crossbows. There's the collapsible uh, survivable like we talked about. Um, it's great because... Because you can reuse the ammo as long as you don't just shoot them directly into a rock, right? <laughs> but that's probably going to happen at some it is, point. It is. And you're going to have actually a better chance of making ammo for that than you would making ammo for a gun, obviously. True. So you could probably, if you're, you know, handy, figure out a way to You've got that chicken on a leash. Exactly. You've got <laughs> renewable <laughs> feathers. Yeah. you got lots of feathers. <laughs> you got breakfast. you got you got feathers. So you're, you're good to go. Um the problem this with, is the ultimate plan. I know. Right? Why do we not think of that? I, I, I need like a chicken attachment to my bag and everything. <laughs> so like you can put him in like I'll a kid. A whole box into chicken. <laughs> you know, like a kid that you put in your pack. It's like a little chicken slot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> people nearby. Be quiet. You're That's the thing. Didn't drop people in with <laughs> freaking know. chicken clucking around. the chicken. <laughs> Did you hear chicken, Daryl? <laughs> Let's go yeah. find it. Pretty sure that's a chicken. <laughs> um, I can go over some <laughs> chicken wings right now. Chicken attachment, man. Um, that's like the modularity in the bag, you yeah. know. You just want to take your chicken out. Does this have a chicken attachment? <laughs> yeah. I got to talk to Everly Stock and see if we can get one for our bags. <laughs> you know, maybe it's just like a Molly attachment yeah. type thing. It's got a little tether. <laughs> yeah. Get so they chicken can, on there. You can just let them walk, but you can also zip them right back up yeah. there. And they, they can just stick hang right them by their legs. <laughs> stick around. You have to cross a river or something. Yeah, and then a little net under them in case they lay an egg. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because <laughs> if they lay an egg when you're walking, you don't want to freaking spoil that. No. So yeah, <laughs> that's like the advanced version. Chicken coop at the bottom of your inch bag. It's a great idea, dude. Though. I'm not joking. Is and they're light. Yeah, man, they're super they light. Are. Right? Yeah, yeah. Chicken bones are hollow. Yeah, they man. Nothing. I think I think it's Even a great idea. Even if they idea. fly, it may take a little weight off from your bag. <laughs> If they're just fluttering above you. Just like smacking them a little bit. I'm getting tired. (laughs) Hey, could you pull it a little bit? (laughs) Thank you there, Bessie. Um, Yeah, but the bows, they're obviously, it's hard to hunt with a bow. It's not easy. Cam can attest to that. And they're not great for any situation over 50 yards. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, I but, can hunt 70 yards. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. An but excellent like, hunter, maybe. 50 and under is like you're, 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 you know, the range that most people are hunting with. Yeah. So, in that, so that's tough. Uh, knives. I think if you're killing, mm-hmm. you know, for killing an animal to stay alive, I yeah. think there can be a lot more stress involved. For sure. Than just for game. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's like. It's going to be harder. Every shot. Yeah. matter so 
Knives, um, great tool, great weapon, obviously, for self-defense, super um, close quarters type stuff, obviously. Um, for hunting, they're great because, obviously, afterwards, you can... Uh, it sounded like a chirp from a... <laughs> that chicken acting up again. <laughs> be quiet there, Spark. I thought you got a muzzle on that yeah. chicken. Fuzzbert, be quiet. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, so you can obviously field dressing animals and stuff with, with a knife. You got to have it, right? Um, a fixed blade is great a fo- and, and a folder. You could also, for self-defense, this isn't necessarily your bag. But a you, fixed folder. A fixed folder. Yeah. You actually do have those. Yeah, uh, a belt knife. knife and a boot knife are great yeah. um, for that this situation. Um, but think about also having a small sharpener with you because depending on how long you're out there, that thing is going to get yeah. uh, dull. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're going to want to make sure that thing stays yeah. sharp. Um, and that's, I mean, bringing that up, you're going to be dressed different mm-hmm. if you know that you're not going to be coming back home. For sure. Like, yeah. you're going to have a, a much more tactical approach, like, yeah. carrying a lot outside of your backpack. But. For sure. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Cam talked about the slingshot as well. It's great for hunting small animals. It's hard. If you ever tried to do it, it's not easy, but you can get good at it. Yeah. The great thing is ammo is everywhere. Like, you'd never that's run out true. of ammo. <laughs> that's true. Like, there's, like you, there's always small rocks and things yeah. like that, so... I think it's great to have one of those. In your I think pack, so too. Man. And if you're shooting, I mean, if you're hunting windows, guaranteed. Yeah, they're, they're great. Guaranteed. Plus, it's fun. They're f- kind of fun to shoot. They are so, fun. like, you'd be, you shooting know, you pass the, the time. Bloop. Yeah. Bloop. Putting up cans and stuff. It's pretty and, silent. Yeah, Bloop. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> shooting up um, cans, yeah. It gives you something to do to teach your kids, you know, yeah. how to shoot a. I'm going to start training my kids. I'm going to start training my kids to use, like, oh, the, yeah. the, the sling. School. The sling. Um, a hatchet, an axe, or a machete. Uh, I th- I think you got to pick one of these. You got to have one okay. for this <laughs> for this Which situation. One do you want me? I don't know. It's totally up to you. Um, maybe they could be used as self defense. Obviously, a machete would be great for self defense. Yeah. but they're um a very important tool in this situation. You're gonna need one of these most likely. You, you know, for for fires, for shelters, for traps, and all those types of things. One of those is going to be very key. Yeah. Um. So you got to build shelters like. Yeah, gotta love it. Because it's not like in this situation, it's not like in a bug out where you're just gonna do a quick shelter. You're gonna make your tarp shelter every day. You may have a a shelter that you stay at for weeks at a time. Right. You know what I mean. So you're gonna want a nicer one. So I think one of those things is a must. Ton of bush crafting videos of them building some sweet ones, but never ending. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those tools? Yeah, you kind of need one. Mm -hmm. A shovel. Um, Probably the the small collapsible type full on cobalt shovel yeah, from yeah, yeah. Lowe's. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm thinking more of like the sog entrenching tool, the yeah. one that breaks down. Um, and some I use that one for gardening all the time. Oh yeah, but some of them even have like serrated edges on them. Have yeah, you seen that, that one? Does that could be nasty. I think that's that's the one I have. A nasty self defense tool that's true. as well. Um, but you know you're gonna be digging holes maybe for shelters. You dig a cat hole, um, yeah. bury dead bodies, uh, fire holes, water holes, snow caves, all those types of things. If you have a shovel, you're going to be in a much better situation. Yeah. I think you're going to, they're, they're heavy, but they're going to be worth it. Um, a tarp, I uh, can't mention this a second ago, but, um, for quick shelters, you have, I think you have to have a tarp in you your do. bag. You do. There's, There's so no many way. uses for it. They're super compact. They're useful in so many different situations. Um, you can use them for just that could be just your shelter or you can incorporate them into a bigger nicer shelter yeah you know as the roof um type thing but um you know you could do a small tent and and some people will do that but to me i just feel like i think the tarp is the way to go tarp is the way to go because there's so many other uses for it um 
then you get to the sleeping situation. You have to have some sort of a sleep system, you yeah. know, um, baby sack, sleeping bag. I think in this situation, a sleeping bag is probably better because you're going to be out so many days. Yeah. In a bug out bag, you can probably get away with just a quick little baby sack to get you through a few days. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm definitely having both. Yes. Because yeah. the bivy's so, like, yep. heat efficient. Yeah, it is. Because you think you're going to be like, oh, it's middle of July, and you go up on the mountain and it gets freeze cold. your nuts off. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if you're going to do a sleeping bag, you're going to have to get a very high-end backpacking sleeping bag, yeah. and they're expensive. Yeah. But they're really lightweight, they're really compact. They are expensive. And they um, do a good job of keeping you warm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So throwing in a couple extra maybe emergency blankets Mm -hmm. may not be a bad idea as well and then consider consider i don't know if you want to but consider a sleeping pad in like a backpack pillow if you're going to be sleeping on the ground a lot yeah a sleeping pad i think is essential but but again they take up space you just and a good quality one yeah it's costly it is so you just have to decide what works best for you in this situation multi-tool obviously you got to have a multi-tool um consider a silcock key Cameron. Okay. Uh, slipcock. Slipcock. Yeah. Spitcock. That's what you call it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it um, you know, you may be wandering through an urban <laughs> territory or something like that. Not know how that's slipped <laughs> uh, You may be wandering. I don't watch a lot of. Yeah. Um, I don't watch any, okay? <laughs> I don't watch a lot of that kind. Um, but you may be yeah, going not through the best word to use urban territory and you need some water and it could come in, in handy. And they're, really, they're pretty small, you know. Think about it. Spitcock. <laughs> Um, a compass, yeah. uh, you're going to want a basic compass. Maybe even if it's just one of those that like hang off of your uh, zipper or something, not, yeah. not, not, not on your pants, but, uh, just I was like, like did you want band of brothers? He has, he keeps his, in does his, he like front zipper? Yeah. Oh, okay. A little teeny one. Yeah. Uh, it's just worth it, man. And then also having a basic map of the area you're going to be hopefully, yeah. um, it could save your life. Yeah. You don't know. Man. There's like these little, uh, like a, events, which I, we we need to go into the navigation episode. Yes, I know. But like you can sign up for these things where they have like these GPS and you don't use yeah. GPS, you just use your map yep. and your compass. Like mm-hmm. I definitely want to do something like that to I learn think they how actually to navigate. do some of that in Heber at Fieldcraft Survival. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, see that for sure. you gotta learn how to use a compass. Yep. Um something to think about, this isn't necessarily in your inch bag, but it would be in your inch kit is maybe a survival watch. A lot of people just don't they don't want to go anywhere that there's electronics, but I think they're stupid. Uh, because a lot we of times, and we die yeah, by time. But I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, a survival watch, I believe, is a, is a great addition to a kit like this. Um, you know, besides obviously telling time, a lot of times they'll have a compass. They're going to be solar powered most yeah. of the time, so you don't worry about anything like that. Uh, they're going to have different weather tools like barometers, thermometers. Sometimes they even have GPS and and GPS marking. So right. it could be huge. Huge plus to you as long as those things are working, right? As long as it wasn't an EMP and the satellites are still rolling. Exactly. Um, You know, because most of the time that's going to be the case. Yeah. That stuff yeah. is still going to work. But they, I mean, you can get some pretty fancy, like, um, what are they called? Those the watches that recharge by motion. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Solar ones. Mm-hmm. But the medical uses for a, a watch, like the time. Yes. Like there's tons of uses for that. Like for sure. measuring respiratory rates and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's crucial to have a watch. I've been wanting to get a really good survival watch, but they're so expensive. They are. Uh, I want really one won't. too. I know. It's not going to take up my whole forearm. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them <laughs> yeah. are just like, looks the, like you have the, the fallout. fallout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking you're, too. You're pit boy. Mm-hmm. Um, solar lighting. Um, you're going to want to be able to light up your camp from time to time with some lights. Um, obviously a headlamp. You have to have a headlamp in this kit. 
I don't care what anyone says. Get a headlamp. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to save a little bit of space, they even have those headlamps that are just a Velcro, and you can put them on your hat with the patch, you know, and it just goes like that if you don't want to have the headband. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, have some sort of a headlamp because you're going to have to have one. But a camp lantern wouldn't be a bad idea either because there's actually some of those that are solar-powered, plus they can charge stuff for you yeah. as well. It's awesome. Like, why not have it? And they're really lightweight, too. Um, so think yeah, about no, I think those things some are lighting. important. I think too, with like batteries, mm-hmm. um, if you can like keep them sealed, but in the device or whatever, mm-hmm. and then that's your last resort. Like yep. you can't crank it. You can't, the yep. sun's gone forever. Exactly. And you yeah. have batteries. Then you have it at the last resort. Yep. A solar charging kit for any of this gear that you might have that needs to be charged. Um, you know, just a small panel and a battery. It's a great addition to your kit. Your phones still may work. Yeah. Other devices still may work, and you might want to keep those going. And they just have those ones maybe you can throw on the back of your pack as you're, as you're um, hiking, you know, that yeah. will charge stuff up as you go. Yeah. That, um, what, why the not? Survival Frog, is that what that one is? Yeah. Yeah. That survival one's awesome because one. it's mm-hmm. got two little carabiners, mm-hmm. so you could essentially hang it off the back of your pack and the solar. And open it up. And yep. then at night, you can throw your wireless charging device on it yep. or plug it in. It's freaking Absolutely. great. Um, garbage bags, uh, there's just so many uses. It doesn't make any sense not to have a couple in there, you know. Yeah. Pick up. Yeah. Pack it in, pack it pack out. Pack it in, pack it out. A saw of some sort. Uh, there's so many different, aside from a hatchet, a saw, like a bow saw or even one of those hand chainsaws, something that you can saw I, things I'm, with. I'm like, a, like, my favorite is that wicked. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Bone saw that's, thing. That's that's just like a flip out. Yeah, saw, it's aluminum. Right? Yep. It's super light mm-hmm. for how big it is, and, and you can actually it's just put like it on the your most belt. aggressive freaking yeah. saw I've ever used. But you're gonna if you're gonna be making any types of shelters, oh, it's so much better. It's gonna be so much easier. You don't have to chop or anything. Mm-hmm. You saw. It's great. Yeah. So get some sort of a saw. We have to think about um, fire starting. Obviously, um, number one is gonna be some lighters. Have several lighters, at least three in this kit. Um, probably more because it's gonna be a long time, but. Ferro rods, for sure, um, at least one. Lightning rods. Lightning rods, yep. Just bring Iron a forest rods. fire down on um, Some sort of fire-starting aid. <laughs> some, hold to it, buddy. Um, but kindling of some sort, you know, a fire start, tinder. Um, you got you to have a way to, to help start fires when it's really wet and things like that. Me and I hard to have, like, a lightweight mirror, like the, the little lens you know, things, or just like those really cheap lenses that you can get that don't weigh anything and take up no space whatsoever. Um, I think something like a Tinder maker, like the Smith's Pack Pal, the little cheese grater thing, thing is freaking awesome. It is. Um, and it does because they have a lot of those cheese grater ones, but they're like open, which they're fine, but I I like collecting it. It like packs it in there. Yeah. You can even do it and then just put it away and then you've got some if you Mm, need to make a quick fire, you know? So, uh, obviously fire starting has to be a big, uh, big thing to think about in your kit so um emergency radio this is one where we talked about in a bug out bag it probably doesn't make sense but in this bag it probably does um a small compact radio i feel like you need to have some sort of communication with the outside figuring out what's going on when you can come back right there's no way to know that unless you have some sort of communication and an emergency radio is one of those um i like the ones that have the three forms of power the battery the solar and the crank a um, little bigger, yep, but yep. multiple uses. But you can get the small ones. I've found ones that are like this big. Really? Yeah, they crank too? They do crank as oh, well. Oh, sweet. Um, and crank. some of them they even have a light on them. You know what I mean? So it, it's it, it's the, the thing with this type of pack is you have to find things that do multiple um, different functions. Yeah. Right? And so if this can you be. You want 
Just a crank yeah. power supply and a solar power supply. But it's supply. not just an emergency radio. Maybe it's also a light. Maybe it's also a charger. You know, yeah. it's, it's all these different things. So think about an emergency radio that has all those functions. You got to have some cordage in this pack For because sure. um, you're going to be making shelters and doing different things, tying up your chicken, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so you have to have some paracord, at least 100 feet, but probably more depending on what your situation is. Um, I'm really, glad I gave you all this stuff. Yeah, I know. But I really like the survival cord because it has fishing line and it sometimes has fire tinder yeah. and other things in it. Uh, so those just are like nice you were saying, have. like get something that Multiple uses. does everything. Exactly. Well, just get that one thing that does everything. Yeah. It's great. One piece of gear. Um, maybe you need a gas mask. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Depends on the situation. Right. Even, have one available throw in maybe. Yeah. But, maybe you have at least an N95. Yeah. In there see, I think out. that's super important. Yeah. Dr. Fauci would say so. <laughs> Um, a field Jeez, repair sure. kit. Yeah. This is kind of crucial in this bag because you're going to have to repair your bag, your tarps, your tent, your clothing, whatever it is. You have to repair that yeah. stuff because it's going to be an indefinite amount of time. So you need a sewing kit and a field repair kit to, um, and maybe like some duct tape and gorilla tape, um, to help out with fixing stuff. I think stuff. It, overlooking this stuff, like it's a happens huge, all the time. Yeah. Thank goodness for BattleBox. They always yes. throw like mm-hmm. a little re- zipper repair kit yep. or a, like a, a casting material for yep. broken, you know, yeah. uh, shovels and stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty crucial gear, but I think it gets overlooked a ton. In this situation, I think it becomes even more crucial. Yeah, it has to be know? in that bag. Yeah, um, a survival guide, one hundred percent. An emotional repair kit. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Just straight up Xanax. That's what it is. Um, a survival guide. You yeah. have to have one. I don't care what anyone says. Just get a survival There's guide. There's no way you can remember all the no. details of all this information. There's, There's like there. 10 people on earth that can do that. Right. Those right. guys don't need a survival guide. They have a TV show. Yes. Um, and Some if you're one of those guys, if you're one of those guys, you ain't listening anyways. Yeah. So um, <laughs> That's true. everybody else needs a survival guide. Um, I don't care who you are. Th- something to show you the edible plants, some tips on hunting, some tips on shelter making, first aid, water navigation that kind of has everything included. Yeah. Um, I've got one that I think I keep in my bug out bag obviously it's 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 has everything yeah. and so i love it it's small it's compact um there's even like the backpackers even if you find out you're so smart you just yeah, burn that stuff. exactly the backpackers uh survival guide or, there's there's a couple of them but to uh, the universe to the universe yeah hitchhiker's <laughs> guide to the backpacking <laughs> universe something like that but get a survival guide um totally agree cash yeah i don't know you maybe you're not going to need it at all but maybe you will worst comes to worst it's, it's tinder Right, uh, you got some kindling. Yep, but you maybe some precious metals. You just have to think about what situation you might mold it into get a into. sword. Exactly, pure silver sword for werewolves. Oh, you don't yeah. know. You, you don't this, know. You don't know what kind of situation you're in. It could Amulets. be a werewolf. Did you mention those? I haven't, but but um, I already have one. Well, that's we the already thing. have a little. Yeah, but sea, sea salt. salt <laughs> it's also seasoning, but it's also an amulet. <laughs> that's right? true. So there's that. Documents. You could possibly run into a situation where you need identification. I've had my vaccine for COVID. <laughs> you go into like, the forest. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome to go to the forest. Otherwise, you Space, need to wear a mask. 12 feet. We want it a little bit 12, more. 12,000 feet between people. All right. Um, you could also have a hard copy and a digital backup with you of that stuff. It's just, you, yeah. you need to figure out what you want to do. You may want to put some seeds in there. I mean, this situation may Kobe, be. Kobe, non binary. <laughs> <laughs> undetermined <laughs> pull his pants down take a look <laughs> that's what it says you ready check under pants <laughs> check his genitals 
He's been checking all day. <laughs> Fit in the schedule of checking general. Yeah. Don't touch my chicken. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I really got a chicken on my back. Um, don't touch it. But you could be in a long situation where you want to start growing some stuff. Yeah. I don't freaking know. Yeah. You know, so get, have to throw some seeds in there. They don't weigh anything. No. All those little packs we got from survival boxes and those little tiny packs, you could throw 150 of them in there. No one would even know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. Plus, you can make a little soup out of them, seed soup yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't using these corn seeds. <laughs> yeah. Corn soup. Corn soup now. Boom. Yeah. Uh, mix it with my chicken eggs. We're good to go. Mustard seed. Yep. <laughs> um, so... This this park is a little bit more intricate, and that's the the first aid kit. Um, obviously, you have to have a much bigger first aid kit when it comes to a pack like this. Um, if you have daily meds in this situation, I don't know, just kill yourself. I don't know what you're going to do because <laughs> it's going to be very, very hard to live off I the land. I would grind them all up, smash them into a ball, <laughs> just nibble on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea uh, yeah it's like a bath like a, a one of those bath bombs but it's just it dissolves uh, when you lick it but you don't can, you follow directions <laughs> from me about that what, what are those those candies that you used to get you could melt them in the microwave and then you could <laughs> stick them all together do you remember those i did that with a lot of candies so <laughs> did I don't you know. yeah they were like starburst My but they were harder oh now and laters do you oh, remember yeah, those yeah, yeah. yeah. but then i didn't you, know you could <laughs> Oh, we used to do that all the time. Oh, my mom would be so pissed because oh, I yeah. used to like melt gummy worms. And She's like, "Why? <laughs> Can't get it out." But you could mix them. Still with, do it with the candy and have this big ball of medication and candy that <laughs> you can just lick. <laughs> Both of them. I don't know why though. Medication and candy. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Don't touch that. Look it's forward just, like, to it. Wrapped up in this big ball of tin yeah. foil. Don't touch that. Yeah. <laughs> That keeps my, me alive. That's my life ball. <laughs> yeah. Keeps my heart a ticking right there. <laughs> you know? Yep. But, okay, so you you can put some extras in there from whatever that is, and you may have to ration them. Maybe you can, maybe you can't, but um, think about some alternate ways to, to treat whatever disease it is that you've got. <laughs> <laughs> or may get. Or, yeah, or you may get. Uh, but you may find that all of your ailments leave as soon as you leave society. It's true. You know what I mean? That is true. I feel better. People aren't here. Yeah. This heart failure, gone. All back. Everything's good. I can get an <laughs> erection. artery disease. <laughs> yeah. Went away. Erections are coming back. Rashes are leaving. It's true. A lot of the My emotional effects will definitely Yeah, you change. just don't know. Could be um, worse, could be better. Obviously, you're going to want the basics in your first aid kit. Band-Aids, antibiotic creams, OTC meds, pain, stomach meds. You're going to want all that stuff. You want a buttload of it, too, because you don't know how long you're going to yeah. be out there. Um, bandages, splints, gauze, tourniquet, probably. Um, something you don't want to overlook is insect repellent oh, and insect cream. Speaking or, of disease. Yeah, insects. You know, spreaders. Yep. Um, I don't know. Maybe you want to put suture in there. I, I kind of asked Cam to maybe help me out in this. In this. Um, oh, Also, the first aid field guide. I already did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> first aid field Smash guide. all your pills together. Um, if you don't have it in your survival guide, get a first aid field guide as yes. well. Yes. You're going to want Just it. Just get the freaking Prepper's Medical Handbook. Exactly. I'm telling you, it is a little bigger. It's great, though. But, oh, my gosh. It has, like, everything in there. Bug spray. I, I talked about that already. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Sunscreen. Yeah. Cameron. If you're out in the Cameron. sun. Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Did I really say that? Uh, I meant like to say Cameron. Cameron. But any... <laughs> <laughs> that sound disgusting. <laughs> but um, I've asked Cam to weigh in a little bit here to if there's anything else he wants to add. Yeah, so, um, spoiler alert, like the the medical tip will kind of go into some of this detail. Mm -hmm. But um, 
like with with your bug out bag, a little first aid kit that you get, you know, from Amazon or something, yeah. is probably sufficient. Probably. I've always talked about like going through those and replacing the stickers with real band aids. Yeah, because that's literally <laughs> yeah. all you've got. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you you want to get a little more into the detail. Like I've, I've we've talked about like trauma kits and stuff, and do you really need them? Most packs you don't, um, but in this case, you probably do want to learn how to use the more uh, sophisticated medical supplies. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't know uh, if you're going to be dealing with a fracture, um, a gunshot wound. Like these things are more likely when you're living out away from anything, out of the safety of your home and shelter. Yeah. Um, and so you've got to really develop like a, a much more sophisticated... I'm to grease that arm. Know, it's man. making noise. Oh. <laughs> if this studio just changed... <laughs> Don't come a knocking. <laughs> so yeah, um, but but make your kit like the biggest thing I think is to make your individual fact. Like don't buy. I, I think you can get away with buying those like Amazon kits and throw them into your bug out bag because mm-hmm. it's three days. You're gonna get back to your regular medical yeah. supplies and things like that. But this one, this is where you really want to go through individually and put in high quality yeah. materials. Um, and you probably want to do more of the like suturing stuff and learn how to do that or have a guide on how to do that Mm -hmm. your trauma packing gauze and your splints like things like that you're going to want a a more uh advanced fact than you do with your bug out bag and you're going to talk about a little more that yeah some of that we won't go in too much but your first aid well i guess i'm not actually so you're not he's not but that's that's really okay um i just thinking i I actually have a different thing okay but yeah uh, i mean it's just that it's just where you weren't going to pack that much stuff mm-hmm. with your bug out bag this time where you're going to be dealing with more medical problems. Mm-hmm. You want a more yeah. hand picked, like specific high quality medical kit. And you were saying that the, the preppers medical handbook actually has a really good it kit does on the back. The back. It, right? it goes into all the details of like what medicines, how many mm-hmm. like you probably should take with you, yeah. what prescriptions to get. And yeah, I mean, it's like nice. the ultimate guide. So yeah. Go get it. Um, something you may want to think about, uh, maybe not, scouting gear. Some sort of gear to um, look out into the distance to see where you're going, right? Yeah. <laughs> Binos or a monocular of some sort. Obviously, the monocular is less weight, it's great probably. For me. Yeah. I love it. Cam's got one got eye. Bad eye. Works perfect. Yeah. Lightweight. So, don't yeah. carry two lenses. Exactly. Um, so just think Those about Those lenses, too, I mean, you take out and start fires with. Yeah, definitely. You can. Um, so clothing gets to be a little hard because depending on how long you're out, uh, it's stiff and dirty. Sure does. It gets hard. It's dirty. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, layering is your best option because you're going to encounter so many different weather scenarios that you're going to have to have everything covered. Um, you're going to want to be able to go from short sleeve to Eskimo in like a day, <laughs> especially when, if you live here in Utah, Seriously, it's just how it goes. The high desert is yeah. like extremes any, at any moment. Yep. Um, obviously shirts, socks, underwear, jackets, hats, gloves, briefs, briefs. Yeah. Um, you just have to figure out what's best, uh, for you. Um, something you don't want to forget when, when it comes to clothing is some sunglasses. Yeah. Again, it's it can be overlooked, but you get out there in if it's, you know, middle of winter or oh, middle of summer. Either way, keep your eyes. The sun's always there. Yeah. Um I'm super I always have sunglasses everywhere I go just because my eyes are super sensitive to to light. But super um sensitive. Oh, they just get sad <laughs> when the lights. I'd there. look over there but it stings. 
You're just jealous. That's what you sounded just like. Just Kip. Um, yeah. Um, you, you may also need some snow boots or some all-weather type footwear. Um, who knows? Yeah. Y- either or. Yeah. Um, or something. Like, all-weather is probably best that you can wear throughout the entire year. Yeah. Um, rain gear. Probably going to need that. Maybe it's just a lightweight poncho, but you have to think about that situation. Um, bandanas are great because they have multiple uses, right? And you can use them as wearing on your head. Mm-hmm. Put them on your leg to look cool. Bandit. Bandit type around your face. Uh, COVID Makeshift protection. Mat, COVID protection. All that kind of stuff. So yeah. think about a bandana. Tourniquet. <clears throat> Tourniquet. Stuff. You And some of them have multiple uses, like the, the culture guide on there. Yeah. yeah. Star guide. Yep. Um, you may need to think about mosquito netting, depending on the time of year and where you're at, yeah. because holy crap, nothing worse than being eaten alive by mosquitoes when you're trying to survive. Yeah. Even in the medical handbook, he, he recommends... Uh, old William W. Forty mm-hmm. recommends uh, like a malaria type of medication oh, to yeah. have on. You know, that's one of the prescription meds. But that makes sense. I mean, most deadly animal yeah. on the planet it is. is a freaking mosquito. One hundred percent. The last thing I would say when it comes to clothing is a belt and get a high quality belt. And if you can get a survival belt, why not? Um, Cam and I both have the slide belt survival belt. It's got a, so many different uses. Obviously, it has a knife on it. Yeah. It has a ferro rod. It has a light. But the actual belt itself can be used for so many things. things. Carrying yeah. wood, carrying your wood, carrying exactly. <laughs> no, I do love that belt. Whip, um, whipping the, your chicken. Yeah, <laughs> the little Velcro one for the cash belt mm-hmm. oh, is yeah. is also an alternative mm-hmm. that you can just pack stuff in for sure yeah. from Wazoo. Yep. Um, you may want to think about camp security uh, because you may be at a camp for several guard. weeks. Yeah, just bring with you um, a retired <laughs> a, a, police a, officer, a ranger. Yeah, a ranger of some sort. You won't come with me. Yeah, I need you to. Um, but you could think about you know sim- your cordage could help in this situation for different types of really simple trip alarms. Yeah, but you can also get like the trip wire alarms that we've gotten. They actually have like the blank on them that make a lot of noise. Yeah, I I, th- I have that one you. in my bug out bag, yeah. the Phythops one. Yep, it scares you, Pretty plus cool. it wakes you up, all that kind of stuff. So think about camp security, whatever that it's is. It's a wake-up wire. Mm-hmm. Wake-up wire. You turn, call. pull it, I'm wake mm-hmm. up. I'm up. Uh, hygiene. This is a very... Habit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> um, But you have, to be, you have to stay clean. If you want to stay healthy, you're going to have to stay clean throughout this. And it's, it's very hard to do this living off the land. So you have to have some soap. Have soap, yeah, lots of it if you can. It again, it's hard because you can only carry so much with you, and you're gonna have to, you know, uh, ration that stuff for a while. But have some soap with you. Um, seriously, the height, the the health benefits. Yeah, well, I don't want a toothache. No, I don't want an abscess tooth. I don't else. either. Yeah, toilet paper of some sort, or have an or a hemorrhoid. There, hemorrhoid exactly. Uh, have a small towel that you bring with you. There's some camp towels and some backpacking towels that you can bring yep. um, that are like microfiber or something. They're really great, but you're going to want something to wash your face off with and uh, just get a towel. Toothbrush and some toothpaste, obviously. Something you might not think about is nail clippers. Oh, my gosh. Because if you ever get I like an ingrown, those. ingrown toenail or fingernail <laughs> yeah. or something like that, it's not great, right? Um, so think about that. And then some some shampoo to keep yes. your head head. Um, all head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. Don't want the dandruff to get out of control. <laughs> so think about it. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is if you're doing this with a family, it becomes infinitely harder. Oh my I mean, gosh, yeah. I, I put down here, just get 10 more bags like the one you just packed because you're going to have to. Yeah. Um, but you will have to think about other things like baby. If you have a baby, 
you're going to have to have baby stuff. <laughs> Babies need lots of things. Um, if you got kids, you're going to have to have games, things to keep them occupied. If you got women's with you, they have their whole set of issues that come with them. You got to have the women's stuff. Um, Watch your mind. I love them all, but they all got other things going on, right? Um, <laughs> their bodies are more complicated. That's what you're trying <laughs> yeah. to say. Ours are much easier to deal with. Yeah. Um, you got a pet coming with you besides your chicken, um, like a dog or something. You're gonna yeah. have to have a leash, a tether, uh, maybe like a collapsible bowl, something like that. Yeah. Um, because you're not my kids. There's no way in hell they're gonna let me leave the dog. No, behind. you're not. The going dog's to. coming with us, and the cat, and the four chickens, three chickens now, <laughs> yeah. one died. So, um, yeah, basically like a, a petting zoo. That, yeah. That's out in the world. You wilderness. should need a train car that looks like the zoo <laughs> train know, car or the circus, <laughs> the circus one. I know. Bringing all my animals. Yep. And then like paper and writing tools could be useful for right in the rain. Yeah. But man, there's so much. I mean, we we hit that's on a, a lot, lot here. of stuff. But an inch bag is it's actually doable. A there's stuff. a couple of videos online that I saw. One I saw from um, is it Step One Survival, I think, on YouTube. He goes through his bag. I mean, it's full. Oh, nice. And it has like an most of this type of stuff. So there's a bunch of them that you yeah, can go see. seeing it's probably yeah, an easier. Because you listen to this, and you're like, is that even possible? Yeah, because that is a lot of stuff. It actually is possible to yeah. do. Um, I feel like I go overboard. It. I I I I'm. I go too close in between. Like mm-hmm. I go too much with my bug out bag, yeah. but not enough for my inch bag. So yep. I'm like a kind of half like in inch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Called a bench. A bench. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's it, guys. Um, I do have to tell you though, today's podcast it's brought to you by Tack Pack. Yeah, they are the only monthly tactical subscription box. Always has been with useful. <laughs> professional grade stuff inside use our code casual preppers you're going to get a free separate bag of edc gear along with your first month's tack pack all you got to do is go to tackpack.com use our code casual preppers and you're going to get some really cool stuff especially you have an ar if you like edc gear um lots of cool stuff so go check them out tackpack.com it's time for the quick and dirty medical tip so this comes straight from the preppers medical handbook love them so um like Kobe was saying, it has in the very end here, like a big old breakdown of what your medical supply, like a lot of people ask about that and it's really hard to continually talk about those things. Like you have to see the list. Yeah. So he has it like individualized. So, but I'm not going to mention it cause it would take forever, forever to read yeah. through. So I, and I've gone over these before, but here's some replacement medications. You know, say you didn't get to your doctor before you got a bug out. Yeah. <laughs> here's some alternatives um and just their their basic uses um garlic and we've talked about this for uh blood pressure cardiovascular health um infection treatment and a stimulant mm. rosemary um she's great tastes like garbage yeah antioxidant rosemary. stimulant and it can be added to food Basil. if you want your food to taste like crap put rosemary in it <laughs> I have a, I'm anti-rosemary 100%. i can tell i can tell i don't like it <laughs> garlic is great Rosemary sucks. So we won't take <laughs> yeah. rosemary. Put, put a note in there. Yeah. So basil has a lot of uses too for infections. I mean, these these higher potent smelling mm. herbs are really good for like uh, cleansing and cleaning. Um, cleansing and cleaning. Antioxidant and infection. Mint is a good stimulant and also a digestive. So stimulate yeah. your bowels. Mm. Lemon balm, something to consider for mild depression. Irritability and anxiety. Dude, I need some of that. No, me too. I'm going to load my whole bag up. Yeah. Lemon balm. Uh, Fennel. Mm. Anti-inflammatory, analgesic, appetite stimulant, and anti-flatulent. 
Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, um, oregano, mm-hmm. antiseptic, anti-flatulent as well. It's stimulant for bile and stomach acid, anti-asthmatic. So oregano has a lot of uses. Wow. Cilantro, anti-flatulent as well. That's anti-fart. Yeah. Bloating and cramps. And then horseradish. Perspirant stimulant tastes like garbage. That's horseradish. Uh, Thyme or thyme. (laughs) Ain't got enough thyme. Antiseptic, anti-asthmatic, and stimulant. So, anyways, uh, really consider Mm -hmm. taking some of these herbs or knowing what their uses are. Like you said, with the survival card, it's a survival manual. Yeah. With stuff you're going to find out in the wilderness. Because, like, mint and stuff, it's growing out there. Yeah. Rosemary's everywhere. Mm. Take Kobe right through that patch. Burn it down. <laughs> Burn it down. But anyways, um, alternative meds that can help with, with your ailments and all mm. your diseases. Yeah. is something you really need to learn I if agree. you're going to survive out there. Nice. Scary. Uh, thanks, guys. That's it. That's the inch bag. Woo! Uh, we got to it, that's man. A lot of stuff. I like it, though. That's fun. Yeah, the that, inch bag's cool. That's fun stuff to do. Maybe One we need- day. Maybe we need to build one. one we got day. enough gear. We probably could. I think, yeah. I think we're fortunate enough to have gotten, like, yeah. gear to test and different, like, battle boxes mm-hmm. that we could build one. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. Please make sure you're subscribed. Please make sure that the number one thing you can do to help us out, obviously, check out the sponsors, but share the podcast with a friend. It's so easy to do. It takes you 10, ten yeah. seconds. Share your favorite one. Yeah. Just, they don't need to start from the beginning. They no, probably won't keep going. No. Send them your favorite episode. It takes 10 seconds. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna love it, right? Maybe it'll they help us. We want this to yeah. last forever. Yep. So, uh, thank you guys, and stay survived.